0: Good, Hello. Evening.
1: Uh, good evening, and welcome to Raw Relationships with Melissa, keeping relationships real and wonderful. Tonight, we have a great guest on, and uh, his name is J.V. Fuji, and uh, I'm so excited for today's podcast. So to let you know a little bit about J.V., uh, he gets paid for doing the very thing he got in trouble for as a kid in school, talking. Me too. <laughs> Talking is good. Uh, JV Fuji is a conversation expert who has dedicated his life to teaching others how to never feel awkward in conversation again. Starting as a middle school teacher with a master's degree in communication, he was alarmed at the growing number of students he saw suffering from social anxiety and loneliness each year. This concern for his students drove him to handcraft a curriculum that would ensure the participant to learn the essential and most important elements of communication. He lives for improving the quality of life for others through teaching people how to leverage the amazing gift of language. It is his passion which makes work feel a lot like play but he also makes time for play when not writing new contact or speaking to audiences about how to never feel awkward in conversation. Again, he can be found riding his 50 motorcycles through the Santa Cruz mountains, stream fishing in the Sierra Nevadas, or sharing an order of sushi with his phenomenal, beautiful, adorable, loving, compassionate, intelligent, godly wife, Aurora. What a beautiful name. Well, hello, JV. How are I'm you? I'm doing so well. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so glad to have you on the podcast. It's my first interview with anybody. So oh, first. this is exciting. <laughs> and
0: what a great I mean, I'm so, so excited to be here with you. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome. So Tell me about your passion. Tell me about what you do. Yes.
0: Well, my whole goal is to help people never feel awkward in conversation again. And um, I think this ranges for everyone. You know, there are some people who have Mm -hmm. an actual disorder, you know, like an anxiety disorder. And there are other people, and myself included, you know, you're at a dinner party and you start talking. And after the pleasantries, you kind of run into a little awkward silence and you're like oh no what do I talk about next and so my whole job is just to help people you know how do you keep the conversation going so in a nutshell that's a little bit of what I do
1: awesome awesome so I kind of want to go to first before we delve into like some other things that I want to get to Mm -hmm. Um, when I was reading your bio uh, about the kids with social anxiety and loneliness uh, tell me a little bit more about that like what you saw
0: absolutely how
1: they were suffering
0: you know a lot of times I see this increase in loneliness um, which breaks my heart you know I'll be walking around at lunch when I was teaching and I would see kids sitting by themselves, and I would always kind of go up and sit down with them and try to strike up a conversation. And I would always kind of ask what was happening, if everything was all right or what was wrong. And a lot of times I would hear students just kind of say, you know, I don't know how to connect with people or I don't know how to talk with people. It looks so easy for everyone else, but it's just not easy for me. And that made me sad because I thought, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, it's not easy. It's a learned trait. And people aren't naturally born mm-hmm. with it. And you can do it just like anyone else. So I started to work with some students mm-hmm. and just give them practical tips. You know, like how do you ask an open-ended question or what is an open-ended question and teaching them little things like this that get them to connect with other people And I've just seen a huge increase in the quality of life of people who are able to connect with others. If you're a middle school student or a CEO of a business, being able to converse with others and connect is just, in my opinion, the key to happiness.
1: Well, it is. And that's like, you know, I know I do a lot of teaching with my life coaching. That's one thing as humans that we strive for Mm -hmm. is that connection. Right, that is huge. So um, now, why my question about the whole thing is, why don't you think they teach this to kids in school? Like, why this isn't part of a curriculum? Wow, (laughs) what
0: a great question! You
1: know, I've been asking myself (laughs) the same thing. It seems so
0: pivotal and so important to success. And um, you know, I believe in education, and I, I am so supportive of the educational institution. I think they're doing great but I Mm -hmm. think this is just something that could be added, you know, just a little piece of formal training that will really enhance and make people just exceptionally employable. You know? Um, yeah, I think the majority of jobs, and I think you would agree with me on this, Melissa, the majority of jobs require you to interact with people well, and the better you can do that, the further you'll get in life. You know, if, if people like you and you can connect quickly, um, I think you'll thrive not only in relationships, but also in business and in your family life. And it's key. So I agree. I yeah. think let's start teaching yeah. this in school. Let's do more of this.
1: Well, I think so. I mean, that among other things, but, you know, and, and so I guess, what would be your advice to a parent that is maybe listening um, if they're not quite sure, you know, if they're finding that their, their child is not communicating and obviously, they're not learning this in school. So, mm-hmm. us as parents, we need to educate our children. Yeah. So, what would you say? What would you say would be a good way to kind of approach a teenager that's maybe a bit withdrawn um, into a cell phone or? Yeah. Because um, I find that's an issue too. You know. Oh yeah. How could they approach them?
0: You know, the first thing I would do if I were giving advice to any parents who are listening right now. Is I would model what good questions look like. And I'll give you some examples. But I think, especially with the next generation who grew up with technology, you know, not that it's evil or uh, horrible. I think they just haven't learned how to balance technology with interpersonal skills. And so they need a parent mm-hmm. to sit down and model questions. So it may look something like this <clears throat> You come home from soccer practice. And your daughter or your son gets in the car and you ask an open ended question, which is a question that can't be answered with a yes or no. So um, rather than say, hey, was soccer practice good where the teenager could say yes or no and then, you know, sit and look straight ahead, you say, hey, tell me something about soccer practice. How was it? And, you know, you can't just say yes, you know, it wouldn't make sense. So it kind of forces a more developed answer. And so, as parents start to model this, then they can teach it through their modeling or just specifically teach their kids, here's an open-ended question, something that can't be answered with a yes or no answer and requires a developed Mm -hmm. response. So, uh, another example, maybe you've gotten home from soccer practice and now you're at the dinner table and you want to know how school was. So, instead of asking your Mm -hmm. daughter, hey, was school good? And she says, yeah or no. You say, hey, what? is one thing you learned at school today? And then maybe she says, well, in Mm -hmm. science class, we learned X, Y, and Z. And then you build off that and say, wow, tell me more about that. And you start to build this conversation. And so I have, um, and, Mm -hmm. and you know this, we were talking about this earlier, but for parents or teachers or coaches or anyone who wants this, I have a whole bunch of free information on my website, my quick tips, of just little things, little mm-hmm. nuggets like this that can just help spark conversation.
1: Yeah, I did see your quick tips. Actually, I have a few questions. Well, maybe not questions, but I want you to expand yeah. for me <laughs> for for our listeners. Um, but I have one other one other relation um, could be if you're uh, back to the last question on how to approach someone. I think that could work in a relationship as yeah. well instead of. Uh, If you feel like you're not being listened to, then you don't ask the same thing. Don't ask a yes or no question. If you want communication, you have to open it. Right, (laughs) right? It's
0: so true.
1: Yeah. 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 That makes so much sense. So now to your tips, just because you brought it up. So let's just go straight to it. Um, There was two, I was surfing your website and there's two that really jumped out at me. And the first one was number four. Mm. Um, which says we we are only as happy as the health of our relationships, so can you touch on that for me for like explain that to our listeners?
0: absolutely. so if our listeners are looking, you can go to star conversations with us. Um, we're only as happy as the health of our relationships. And I think a lot of times when we look for happiness, we're looking for money or status or all these different things. And time after time, studies have shown that those things do not bring happiness. In fact, um, mm-hmm. interestingly enough, Stanford, one of their longest running studies that they've ever done, it spanned a couple of decades They wanted to find out what made people happy. And so they started looking and they Mm -hmm. had all this research and they followed two sets of people. And so I think there were 80 or 90 people, but they were kind of in two categories, the more rich, wealthy and a little bit poorer. And they followed them into their young married lives and into adulthood and I think all the way into retirement. And they just had a range of things, people who worked minimum wage jobs, people who were CEOs, people who were healthy, not happy or uh, healthy, not healthy. And what they found was self-reportedly, the people who were happiest were the people who had the best relationships with their coworkers and their family. So it had nothing to do was- with the cars they drove or the positions they held or their titles and all these things that we think bring happiness and so now we have Mm -hmm. this scientific documentation of what a lot of us know to be um true just with our intuition that relationships really Mm. are the core of where our happiness and contentment comes from
1: exactly exactly and i know i i um I just did a big thing about the difference between happiness and fulfillment. Mm. You know, like to me, happiness happiness is fleeting; it can come and exactly. go. Exactly. You know, there's an opposite. Whereas with fulfillment, it's a purpose, mm-hmm. so it's and it's a different feeling. So I think a lot of people get really confused about the two. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and maybe they don't. You know, they think if they do this, it's going to make them happy, but. You know, if you have a nice car, the nice car can be broken mm. tomorrow. You know? So true. I'm not happy anymore. Oh, Melissa, <laughs> exactly. that is
0: such a good point. That's so true. And it's the relationships yeah, yeah. that are bringing that fulfillment. And if you want great relationships, mm-hmm. you have to know how to converse well and have good conversations.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, that's, that's really yeah, well, the secret do, there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. I agree. Now, the next tip that I really um, stood out to me was number eight, mm. which says gentle responses diffuse arguing. Yeah. So if you can touch on that, that would be awesome.
0: Well, you know, I grew up in a house. My dad was a marriage and family counselor for years. Uh, and in his therapy, what he saw time and time again and what I've seen to be true the older and older that I get is that when people get in arguments, there tends to be this tunnel vision, right? You want to prove your point, you want to say mm-hmm. what you need to say, and sometimes you can start to escalate and you can start to talk louder, maybe you're mm-hmm. a yelling person, or maybe you just interrupt a lot. But what happens is when you're not mirroring back and saying, "Okay, so what I think you're feeling, or what I think you're saying is you're upset when you come home and I don't turn the TV off to greet you. Is that right? Instead, so let's say we have an argument between mm-hmm. husband and wife. They say, well, you just don't pay attention to me. And then the husband comes back. Well, I was watching mm-hmm. the show and she comes back. Well, you're not hearing what I'm saying. So this starts to escalate. Yeah. If you want to defuse this, you got to pause for a second. Take a breath. Mm -hmm. And then ask a question and say, if I'm understanding you right, are you saying and then try to repeat back what you feel like they're saying so they feel heard and then Mm -hmm. have a gentle response, you know, fill your conversations with gentleness and grace and just assume the best. And then you can have a really clear and effective conversation. And this is what I've seen mm-hmm. all the way from kids in middle school to adults who are in married couples and everything in between.
1: Yeah. Well, I just actually, it's funny because I just had a, a little session with my four-year-old playing games. He gets very angry <laughs> yeah. sometimes. And I, so I set him down and I'm like, okay, it's okay that you're mm-hmm. angry. But if this is how you're going to act, it's not acceptable. Right. So you need to cool yeah. down, <laughs> you know, and it's like, you know, using, bringing it to their attention, how they're, you know, how they're feeling is okay, right. but, you know, this is how it's got to be. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: Being able to filter but, through yeah. and feel what we feel, but mm-hmm. express it in healthy ways that are going to benefit the yeah. relationship. Just like we were talking about earlier. Yeah
1: hmm. Exactly. Awesome. So I also saw something on your website um, that you offer online training for people. Is this for just um, kids or is it for anybody that wants to take the training you offer? And can you tell us a little bit about? Yeah,
0: that? this is for everyone. So I started doing okay. these little workshops in this little beach town that I live in in California in the Santa Cruz area. And um, it started to get popular. People were coming, but I couldn't meet with everyone. So I thought, man, this is so important Mm -hmm. and people need to know this. I'm going to do it in a digital form. So at Mm. StarConversations.com, I set up an entire curriculum, video courses, worksheets. They have written articles. So the whole kind of deal there. And you go through and you learn the basic and essential steps for a conversation. You know, what do you need to do to have great mm-hmm. conversations to thrive relationally? And once people complete this, there's even a certificate of completion showing that you've learned the star model and three units of continuing education. So it's a great package. And um, I was I have some business friends and we're talking price points and we're talking, you know, 150, 200 is about the going price. But it was just so important. Mm -hmm. We dropped it down to 65. We want anyone to be able to afford this, you know, just so that we just believe in it so much. We want people to do it. so.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's, I think that's key. I know for all, anything I do is the same thing. It's not about getting rich. It's about helping people. Exactly. It's integrity based. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it has to be, I think it has to be that
0: way. It's <laughs> it so it's me. really putting the people first, you know, especially as we're talking about yeah. relationships, it is. And, mm-hmm. um, and, Oh, sorry. Well, that's just it. Yeah. And what you were saying about age, yeah. um, I target it towards, younger generations, because I feel like they are in huge need of it. But we've also been finding, yeah. as you go on the website, we have a few different testimonials. There are people who are CEOs of big companies, of restaurant owners, parents, um, a principal did it. So it's kind of across the board because yeah. conversation is so universal.
1: Well, and if, you know, maybe if you were raised with uh, certain family like if you weren't very conversational then you would lack those Mm -hmm. skills right because it's like you said it's a very very much a modeled behavior so if your parents are not versed with communication and they'd just rather go inward then that's probably you know that's what you learn right so you know that doesn't really leave any age gap out there (laughs) And I think even for like, um, anybody thinking about getting into life coaching and stuff like that too, it would be an awesome tool, um, with the open-ended questions and closed and, you know, all the information that you just maybe might not think about, you know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah. Well, Hey, and I'll I'll tell you Mm -hmm. what, we didn't talk about this before, but as we're talking about, you know, people first. If anyone's listening to this and wants mm-hmm. to get a preview, if you just send me an email with raw relationships in the heading to star at starconversations.com, I will give a free lesson to them so they can get a, a clip of it. So if anyone listening wants that, they can shoot me an email, raw relationships. And just to honor you, Melissa, and your listeners, I would love to do that just to let people awesome. see it.
1: Awesome. Well, that's very generous of you. Thank you for, for offering yeah. it. And anybody listening, take him up on it. Cause he's awesome. <laughs> well, it was awesome talking to you, JV. And, uh, I'm glad. I think our first interview went really well. I'm happy about it. <laughs> so <laughs> I will let you go. Cause I know you're a busy guy and, uh,
0: Thank you so much. It was
1: Thank a, you very much for what oh, you Oh, my
0: pleasure. It was a pleasure to talk with you. It was great to meet you. I'm looking forward to listening to more of your podcast, too.
1: Awesome. Well, you take care and have a great All right.
0: Evening. You, too. Thank you.
1: Bye-bye.